Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free for all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. We are honored that you share your time with us. Today we continue our Masterclass educational series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil. My very special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons, joins me each month to share her perspective on the chosen topic and brings Mother Mary through to offer her divine wisdom and grace to the community. Danielle has served as full-body channel for Mother Mary since 1994, allowing Mother, in her distinct voice, to share universal truths and lend guidance for the human journey. Danielle is the author of Mother Mary's Pathway to Love and has connected people worldwide with Mother's Love and Grace through best-selling courses, life-changing retreats, radio appearances, and online events to inspire individuals to awaken and expand their consciousness. To learn more, visit BelovedPublications.com. Visit SpiritualInsightsRadio.com to subscribe to my periodic newsletter and receive important announcements about the show as well as to explore more divine teachings. To comprehend the full message of today's and January's transmission, I encourage you to go back as far as October 2018 and absorb all that you can from each individual transmission. Mother and Metatron have been leading up to 2020 by sharing all that we need to hear. So today we'll be discussing preparations and practices to help you stay grounded, centered, clear, and connected as we experience the significant shifts that are taking place in 2020. I am so excited to get started, so let's welcome Danielle back to the show. Welcome back, Danielle. Pleasure to have you as always. Thank you so much, Charlotte. It is so great to be here with you and your fabulous community. (laughs) Awesome. And how are you doing? How is School of Love going? Oh, my gosh. It's already, it is so amazing already. I, I just, I, the energy is so extraordinary. I'm, I feel very humbled and very grateful that, and I was just talking about this last night because we had our second live class with Mother, and I was just saying how grateful I am that I have the willingness not just to, um, you know, channel the course, 
but to actually work it to, to take the course. Um, it's, it has been, I, this is the third year, and it has shifted so much inside of me in such a positive way that it, it's hard to even put into words how, how, how much more grounded I feel, how much more solid in my life, less, so much less fear. So much less fear is driving me to the point where I just, I can't wait to do the course again this year. And, and, and I'm grateful that mother has been teaching me all these years that no matter how long I channel her, you know, I'm always going to need to, to make effort on my journey inwards, you know, that it, that I don't graduate. (laughs) You know, just because I'm her channel, and I, I'm grateful for that because I, there's no question that I wouldn't work the course just like all the other students. You know, so uh, it's sure it's, it's wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's extremely profound, and uh, that all of the participants are experiencing. I want to say radical, radical change. Especially oh. with the energy of this year combined with that course, oh my goodness, I can only imagine. Exactly, exactly. Like she, mother said in the very beginning, she was like, "You will transform. Like this is going to happen." <laughs> so it just depends <laughs> how much it's going to happen. It depends on your efforts. You know, how much of the course are you going to work? How much are you going to let in? But she was like, "Just know that the minute you said yes, like it's going to happen." <laughs> So I was like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And people were I like, love oh, it. I've been feeling it. I've been feeling it. And so it was good. It was good. Uh, already there's been so many shifts and changes and acceleration of energy. Um, I had a little bit of a tough time the other day. I felt a bit overwhelmed by the shift. So I had to mm. have some adjustments made but I'm feeling much clearer now. I just got really wobbly and uh, so much energy coming at me all at once, and I needed to kind of pull back from that. Uh, but I'm okay now. I've been feeling like I've, I've been uh, sort of being in an energetic or spiritual cleanse for like the last few months. You know, I don't yes. know if you've ever done a an, an actual cleanse, like a, you know, a nutritional cleanse or whatever, but, you know, there's always that sort of low-grade, punky feeling, like you're just sort of not feeling great, but you're not sick, and you're not, you know, it's, uh, I keep having, I keep having waves of that, like on and on, on and off, on and off, on and off for the last few months, and uh, and every time I'm done with a little piece of that, I can feel that something has uh, shifted, that I've let go of something, that something is, has yes. moved. Uh, so, yeah, yes. I, I imagine a lot of your listeners are feeling the same thing from the start of this year. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. There's that feeling of sluggishness. I'm experiencing also, as something comes up to be released, muscle spasms. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah, muscle spasms in various areas of my neck, um, particularly in my, on the right side of my throat in the muscle. It's the strangest thing. And so I just relax and I try to let it pass. Whatever, whatever block it hit, that shows me there's work to be done in that area. But um, other than that, 
I've been doing a lot of physical purging too. And mm. so when we came to the topic, how to prepare for the future in 2020, I didn't think I had a lot to contribute because I, I feel that I'm already in that process of yeah. well, at least the first phase of it. So I, I attached the theme to it and I call it detach and release. So <laughs> what I'm doing, yeah. What I'm doing is I'm, I'm still doing my downsizing project and I had to ask myself, you know, a couple very simple questions. A couple of them had to be more profound but I've cleared out so much stuff. I'm in the process of removing any and all belongings and possessions that basically serve as material counterparts associated with or representing old emotions, old scenarios. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, these objects carry the energy of the past, whether it's something functional or an article of clothing. Uh, for instance, I got to this uh, very special leather jacket I had, the cutest little thing. And I'm looking at it, I was like, but I love this thing. It does bring me joy, but there's also something else. So I had to look at it and uh, figure out that situation. But the guidance I received was, what was happening at the time you bought it? And then I was like, Mm. oh, yeah, that wasn't good. Okay, then you know what to do. So I put it in Mm. the bag. You know, I can can always take a picture of it if I want to remember it that badly. But um, there's that. And then I hit this really big one. Uh, what I'm going to do is change my phone number and uh-huh. disconnect from the past in that way and rebuild my list of contacts to include only those individuals who offer positive, supportive relationships. I've had this number for 16 years, mm. and this will allow me to detach from past relationships whose, I'll say this way, whose service is complete. I learned what I needed yeah. to learn from that alliance, and that will let me let go of that and be present with my circle now, those who support me, because there's so much energy attached to that phone number. Mm-hmm. So yep. many past friendships, family, and it's got to go. So I'm doing the big heave and taking care yeah. of that and then trying to get back to my routine. I'm a little off my routine in, in several places, uh, mm-hmm. but getting the nutrition and, and exercise going and, and build that strong routine. And I have other cute little ideas that I can offer later. What do you feel about what I'm saying, or do you feel that to be necessary in your path going forward? That's a great idea. I, I love that, the changing of the phone number, because it's, it, it, you know, just in the outset, you think, oh, well, that, that would be, why would you do that? Because there's, you know, it's so much easier for everybody already has that number, you know, but it is significant. It's it's the technology that connects you energetically to a lot of mm-hmm. people, you know, past and present. Yeah. And so to change that, that's a real that's a really smart move. I I like that idea a lot. Um, well, and it's mm-hmm. and it's interesting that your sort of um, clearing out project, your downsizing project is in really great harmony with this year. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, this, I mean, mother's talked about this as a power year, but I'm, what I'm feeling for myself as well, that this is a year of clearing stuff out, like right. just letting go of, and it's easier somehow to let go of things. 
both externally and internally. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I plan to take full advantage of the energy that's being offered because it's not always easy for me to let go of things. I I don't mm, I'm not particularly graceful in change and transformation. I tend to mm-hmm. feel like you know it can sometimes have mm-hmm. elements of trauma, even if I just have to move. Uh, even if it's a positive move, I can it can trigger old you know, traumatic feelings. And so, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not super graceful, but this year there just seems to be so much ease um, available with change and shift and letting go and uh, making sort of forging new paths. And uh, I, I think it's, it's very exciting. It is. It's not easy. I'll, I'll admit that. It's, it's not easy. But when you apply yourself, you know, spiritually through that that lens of spiritual vision that you know the larger picture from at some level, and mm-hmm. so that helps you deal with the lower-level feelings and fears and what have you. Right. But I, I took a look around, and I said, okay, what really bothers you? What gets on your nerves? What bores you? What bothers you? What agitates you? What aggravates you? What angers you? And I started to identify those things. And I, it's, not, it's not that I'm without motivation to change my phone number. The reality is I have an immediate family member that keeps calling and will call like nine times a day and leave threatening messages and harassing voicemails. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't listened to them yet. I, I need to brace myself for that. But um, I said, okay, I pushed my button one last time, and I said, I'm done. I yeah. can't do this, what do you really need? I need freedom. I need freedom from the past, the Mm. dynamics of the past. I can't have them be here and expect things to change as significantly as I desire them to change. Yeah. So that will eliminate my connection to that, and then I can give the number to those with whom I have a positive relationship. Right. Yes. And and, and that's that's so brilliant because it hmm sometimes change asks us to make really hard decisions decisions that um, you know are going to have far reaching effects you know not just yeah. on that one particular relationship but on a lot of relationships and on you and it's interesting because I'm so grateful for people like your immediate family member who, because sometimes I need to be pushed to the edge before I'll take that action. And so, you know, I try to be grateful for their presence and, and what they've sort of driven me to decide. Because once I make a decision like that, immediately, and tell me if, you had a different reaction, but immediately there's that part of you inside that's like, oh, yes, that's exactly the right decision. Mm-hmm. Like to change your yeah, you, you know, it's, it's you like get a, a physical reaction right there. Exactly. And yeah. moreover, in taking that action and letting go, because I did worry, like, well, what if so? People have my email address and they can get in touch with me and I'll, you know, I'll let everybody pertinent know. But once I take that action and cross that threshold, I think that affords me 
an enormous opportunity to finally forgive this person. Yeah. And then just move on. Because having yes. that connection open allows her to continue poisoning my life with this behavior. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the beauty mm-hmm. of boundaries. You know, you are, by changing your phone number, you are creating a boundary. And that is the beauty of boundaries, is that mm-hmm. it gives us that loving detachment that enables us to forgive, to let go, to move on, to not stay mm-hmm. mired in the drama and the, you know, the constant triggering and the constant upset. So, you're, yeah, you're creating a healthy boundary. That's amazing. Yes. And, you know, you have that epiphany. It's like, okay, you can't get away from this anymore. So as I look at the situation, look how much of a burden that is to carry, knowing that even though that phone number is blocked, the feeling of looking at my phone, looking at the call log, and seeing that this person has called nine times and left nine messages, the stress that that was causing me on top of everything else that I'm trying to work through. And so that's where it was like the big freedom call, like, you're so past this. You're so done with this. Yeah. You have to snip the cord. Yes. In, in setting a new boundary, it's like creating a whole new arena. And then inviting yes. those in who, who fit that arena vibrationally. Yes. And bringing it back to the topic, it is almost impossible. Not impossible, but I think it's a rare person who can stay really grounded and clear when they are being bombarded by someone else's drama and toxicity, you know, especially on a regular ongoing basis. I mean, it's one thing when you see people, you know, once a year at Thanksgiving, (laughs) it's another when, you know, they're constantly trying to push their way into your life and, you know, and bring all that uh, drama and pain and suffering with them. And so when you create that boundary, a healthy boundary, you're giving yourself, you're providing yourself with the space to stay centered. Like you're upping your odds of staying centered, staying grounded, Mm -hmm. staying clear, right? And And I think that's what these changes are about this year. Those of us who are trying to make love our focus, you know, to love and be loved, uh, we're all learning that the things that we have to let go of, it's not because that other person is wrong or bad or we're better than them or they're, you know, they're just in their mm-hmm. own situation. And if we have nothing to bring to that situation anymore, then we don't need to be in it anymore. You know, and right, and so to set that kind of boundary, that's a letting go. That's a big surrender. That's a big stepping away, and saying, mm-hmm. you know, right now my serenity is more important to me than continuing in these old patterns of behavior that mm-hmm. are not serving me. And so you are choosing serenity over drama, basically. And there is loss Mm -hmm. involved in that. But this is the year, boy, I tell you, this is the year, you know, to, to make these kind of changes. 
and to step mm-hmm. away from things, whether it's a leather jacket or it's a person, you know, to let go of these things that are just feeling more like a burden. Because, you know, in the end, it's not great for your family member to be perceived or felt a burden. You know, it's like if you can't untangle yourself by being together, there's no benefit to anyone in being together. No. You know, it certainly doesn't benefit you, and it certainly doesn't benefit her. No. You know, so to and step away and create that boundary can be the most loving, loving thing you can do for both of you. And maybe if I let go, she'll let go. Yeah. Because calling that many times in a row, you're clinging, you're hanging on, you're forging ahead, and it's not healthy for her either. And I don't want to cause her any harm. I don't. But um, I have to to save those messages in case I need to take action toward having her committed or whatever. But um, it's funny, everything you said connects with everything that I put in my list as far as how to go forward and be prepared for this year or at least more comfortable because Mm. if you've ever wanted to graduate from a situation or a way of feeling, a way of uh, your self-image, if you want to improve upon your self-image, then this is the year to do that and have it stick. So, you know, I, I made a list, but it really isn't much more than a summary of what's been spoken about for the past year and a half or more in these segments with Mother and with you, and it's practices on PEMS levels, which, of course, is physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, uh, mm-hmm. to stay, like you said, it was funny, you checked it off like a, a checklist, to stay grounded, centered, clear, and present. And so I want to yeah. set up an environment around me that supports that at all times. Yeah. Um, sacred selfishness. Take yourself seriously and know that your needs have to come first. Um, I want to eliminate as many stressors as possible at the same time as staying neutral and present with what is. Um, Of course, there's any practice that fosters peace. Of course, proper nutrition and exercise is necessary because we're taking in a lot more energy and we need to process it more efficiently. So honor your temple in all the ways that it needs. The usual limiting exposure to negativity in all its forms, whether it's the news or disturbing images on TV. And conflict and anger on social media it you know what i become i get numb if i start reading it and Mm. i get really stuck in my head and i got it i have to forcibly remove myself and just get away from the computer when i pick up on stuff like that it's a lot and even shows i like even if it includes some kind of scene about murder or you know sexual assault or you know even though you know it's fake like mm-hmm. more and more, it just makes me ill. I just, I, I can't watch it. So same, same, yes, yeah, same. And and, then, uh, and it's that's been hard for me to give up because I'm a huge uh, cinema buff. Uh, film, not necessarily commercial films, but really good films. And I'm such a film buff, and I'm becoming. It's becoming harder and harder for me to watch films that portray either too much violence or too much negativity uh, or just subjects that are deeply painful. And Mm -hmm. uh, I I just, yeah, 
it's like uh, I'm not. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I I'm feeling the same, and it's growing stronger like, all the time, all the time. Yes. I have not seen many movies at all in in uh, in like the last year. It's bizarre. I'm usually a huge moviegoer, and I love going to the theater to see them. And I just have not. The last year, it's been less and less mm-hmm. and less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you, you find, like, even with your scenario, that there's this urge that you have to surrender to. So I really, yep. like you said, take full advantage of this year and really surrender and relinquish things that tend to contribute to a feeling of lack of uh, serenity. I'll use your word. Um <laughs> but also any observed patterns of struggle or resistance to change. Mm, and so yeah. I, I want to catch myself sooner when I have that. Mm, and, yeah. you know, and then there's the normal stuff that we talked about, like neutrality, authenticity, non-attachment, healthy boundaries with self and others. But there's one I did mention in my intro. In October 2018, Mother was talking about the new paradigm, where we're going. And yeah. in that, she gave a daily prayer, so I want... Uh, anyone who's interested to go back to that archive, listen to it, and take notes on that prayer because it really is a very simple yet profound thing to start your day with. But one of the biggest takeaways was maintaining a very, very strong connection to the divine and realigning our will to embrace love instead of fear. Uh, I say that if the mind is divided between two things, it's not totally committed to either. So I want to make a... I want, you can't be split that way. I want to make a big commitment to aligning with and being a channel for love, light, and peace, completely without conditions, no block, and just, I'll leave it here, do everything they tell me to do because I know that it will bring me to peace. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful, yeah. that's a beautiful prayer right there. <laughs> that's a beautiful prayer. Um, yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's, it's, and more, I think more of us, are hmm, really being called uh, in a big way um, to be uh, light bringers and, you know, holders of light um, or beacons of light, uh, not to, again, put any kind of superior spin on it, but we're being asked to choose love because this planet needs it. Our human race needs it badly right now there are a lot of us on the planet a lot and mm-hmm. um, we need as much love as we can possibly have uh, you know if we're gonna keep going not you know not just thriving but even if we're gonna survive you know there has to be more love because it's it's not until we love to a certain degree that we will love the planet enough to figure out how to live in harmony with the planet. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's, I don't, yeah, I don't believe we can destroy the planet. I definitely think we can destroy ourselves that we have the capability of doing, but it's mm-hmm. more, um, you know, how do we live in harmony? That's to me, that's really the essence of love is living in that harmony or unity or balance being connected you know, knowing your place in that connection, I think that's a very big, uh, for me, that's really what I feel lies at the heart of, of love. 
And um, so that's that's what's missing, I see, in, in this world is we, we are not many of us are connected to each other, but not many are really connected to the planet, you know, to nature, to the ecosystem. We keep, I think most humans feel like we're, we're outside of it. We're sort of somehow in control or, or the ecosystem in the natural world exists to serve us rather than us being uh, an equal part of it with everything else. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's our big mistake. I think that's why we've gotten here <laughs> because yeah. we don't feel we're actually a part of nature. Right. And look at it. It, it seems so much bigger than we are. How can we fix it when it's so big? Right. And that kind of speaks to what we were talking about last month, which is humility and not yeah. seeing yourself as inferior or superior to anything or anybody, including nature. Yeah, love and humility. That's it. Just simple. Based love and equality. But that's what love is. It's all about equality. You exactly. know, the deeper you go into love, it, love never sees uh, superiority or inferiority. It just doesn't. You know, that's exactly. fear. And uh, so, um, yeah, we need love. So I, I hope I hope everyone who feels the call will be willing to answer, even to just the smallest degree this year. You know, if you can make just a little more room for love this year, man, you're not just serving your own life, but everybody, literally, like everyone on the planet will be served. The whole collective, so, yes. Absolutely. It's a win-win. So, yes. So should we and it's coming, uh, like it or not. And, and see what uh, she has to say today? Yes, please do. And I am excited awesome. to hear beyond what we've already heard. Yeah. Always fascinating. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Danielle. I'll talk to you when you come back. You are very welcome. <clears throat> Hmm. Hello, beloved one. Hello, mother. Welcome. Thank you, my dear. It is wonderful to be here with you and all of your listeners. Thank you for inviting me again. Hmm? Always. Oh, today we're going to talk about... um, what are maybe some practical things to think of as this year unfolds so that you individually and collectively can utilize the energy that is being given this year, right? Mm-hmm. So 
as many of you have already been able to feel, there's a lot of energy that is being given in this year, the beginning of this decade. This power year, this masculine year, this year of movement, momentum, and change. You mentioned some very good points earlier about um, taking care of your body. That, I will tell you all, is one of the primary ways to have the best year you can have this year is to take care, to love, to be kind to your physical body. Because when there's big energy and you are sensitive to energy and you are excited this big energy is here and you're saying, yes, please, I'd like more of it. And this is fantastic and feels great. If you don't take care of your physical body, that much energy can make problems for your body. It can be hard on your body. It can cause over fatigue. And it can be... um, Something that you can then use to say, oh, this is a bad thing or this isn't working for me or I'm not doing it right. And then you generate more self-punishment. But the truth is that only ask for as much energy as you are willing to put forth effort in caring for yourself. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Good. Very much. Now, the question is, how will I know? How will I know how much energy to ask for? And how will I know if I'm taking good care of of my body? Those are very good questions. The first is to be honest with yourself. How am I taking care of my body now? You can do a little assessment. Am I moved? Does my body get regular exercise, regular movement that I enjoy doing? See, here's the twist, beloved ones. It will help if you exercise and eat well according to other people's opinions but it will work best if you are eating well and exercising in a way that comes from your heart and soul and your mind. What do you enjoy doing when you move your body? Right? What do you enjoy eating when you eat your food? And I'm not talking about pleasure. Right? So let's let's separate those out just a little bit. The word enjoy, the root is joy, not pleasure. 
right? So pleasure and joy are different. Pleasure can come as a result of joy, but joy will never come as a result of pleasure. Pleasure is not a pathway to joy, but joy can be a pathway to pleasure. So let's break that down. Chocolate, eating chocolate gives you pleasure. It can be pleasure in the flavor. Maybe you made it, the confection, whatever you're eating, maybe you made it. So it can give you that satisfaction, the pleasure that comes from satisfaction, that you've a job well done. Um, And all of that, Um, to start might come from joy. I joy in creating something wonderful that other people will either enjoy or find pleasure from, that you feel you are uh, artistically creating uh, something that is wonderful, all that from a place of joy but if you are just going to the store and buying chocolate and eating it on a regular consistent basis yes you get the pleasure from the taste but you will receive no joy from eating that chocolate So when you chase the effects of pleasure rather than cultivating joy, it is very hard to keep asking for more higher energy, right? So make a loving assessment of where you're at in how you care for your body, the foods you eat, the way you exercise. Are you trying to exercise to lose weight? Or are you exercising because it just feels good to move your body? There's a joy that comes from moving your body. So are you sweating hard at the gym and not Uh, getting uh, any joy from the process, maybe you get some pleasure knowing that your health is pretty good because you are doing aerobic exercise, but it does not feel joyful. Rather than are you turning on music and dancing around your house for the sheer joy of it, or you're getting outside, and uh, swimming in the ocean or the lake for the sheer joy of it, right? Because it feels good Mm -hmm. to be emerged in nature. This year, beloved ones, the energy is very much about clearing away all that keeps you from joy, So things will be highlighted. Let's go back to the chocolate example. So 
now this year every time you go to buy the chocolate eat the chocolate it's as if a spotlight turns on and you will see yourself you will feel yourself clearly i remember i talked about the uh, the energy of transparency and clarity from 2000 and how it's really picking up now you'll feel what's really going on as you're going to the store as you're buying the chocolate as you're bringing it home as you're eating it you will feel the lack of joy you will recognize the pleasure but you will also realize that the pleasure is fleeting And as soon as you've swallowed the bite of chocolate, the pleasure is gone. So you chase it again, and you have some more, and then you have some more, and then you have some more, right? So there in your culture, Western culture, Eastern culture, it's everywhere now. there has slowly but surely been a replacing of joy with pleasure and a confusion of those two things. And you see the chasing of pleasure with the rise of addiction Gambling, sex addiction, drugs, alcohol, food addiction, obesity. There is a chasing of that sensation of pleasure because there is an absence of joy. So, what you, if you choose to be conscious this year, if you choose, the path of love more deeply this year, you will be shown in very stark relief where you are chasing pleasure and where you find true joy. And I want you to consider taking care of your body from joy rather than seeking pleasure. And this comes with time, with experience, slowly. But once you begin to feel it, and once it begins to build momentum within you, then you not only are caring for yourself in a way that is more joyful, but you then are extending that joy to others. So while eating spinach may not give you big pleasure like chocolate, When you eat spinach or when you eat whatever is healthy for your body and you feel better, that 
is the gateway to joy. You, how you feel every day. So to take care of yourself in a way that is not about deprivation, but is about cultivating joy. So don't eat spinach because someone tells you, you should eat more spinach. But eat spinach because it works beautifully in your body. If not spinach, then something else. There are some people that it works best just to eat meat. For whatever reason, their genetics, their, uh, the way they carry anxiety in their belly, uh, vegetables and fruits don't work for them. So let you decide through your own experience what works best for you and when you do that you feel better and when you feel better you are more joyful then you are enjoying your food you are enjoying your exercise or however you move your body you are enjoying your time with others you are enjoying your sexual expression of self by yourself and with others. Can you feel the difference of what I speak within you? Absolutely. Yes, indeed. And what you all are really craving, yearning for, is that joy. So this year, one of the best ways to keep yourself in the energy, welcoming more, letting go of old beliefs and opinions and stagnant old crusty stuff that this energy this year is going to bring up, stir up, not to punish, but to release, to bring it into your consciousness so that you can decide, do I keep this or am I ready to let it go? And all along the way, if your body is strong, if your mind is clear from the fog of chasing pleasure, because that's generally what happens, when your life is geared towards seeking pleasure because you feel empty inside or you feel that you're not enough, that the only way you can have a semblance of enjoyment is through pleasure, then you are going about it in, uh, from the wrong direction. And you are... Ready, beloved ones. You are ready for this year. You have done so much preparation. You have done a lot of work. You have made wonderful effort. You are awakened. You are expanded. And now think of this year as a year that if you will it, if you 
align yourself with the energy, you can make a big leap forward. But not if you don't take care of yourself along the way. And all the other ways to care for yourself are important. Healthy boundaries, um, keep maintaining a meditation practice, all of that. But this year, because it's a masculine year, and masculine is about doing, it's about bringing things from the womb of creation into the realm of the physical. It's about manifestation. So your physical body is the manifestation of your spirit in this life. So to care deeply for your body will also free your mind and center and even out your emotions so that when you are asking for this energy, you're riding this wave of energy, you have that clarity, that groundedness, and the openness that you need in order for this energy to propel you in that big leap forward. Take the advice of professionals about moving your body, about eating, but then bring it in and sift through it. For yourself. Does spinach work for my body or doesn't it? Does meat work for my body or doesn't it? And what kind of meat? Well, red meat, not so much, but white meat seems okay. Right? Or maybe it's the reverse. Do fresh fruits do well? Fantastic. Or when you eat them, does it upset you, your stomach, your digestion? Does this exercise, do I feel joy when I come here and do this? Or am I forcing myself to do it because I have to stay healthy? And then to say, okay, I have the commitment to my health. But what if one day a week, I were to start exploring other ways. So when I would normally be at the gym doing X, maybe I take a class and see if I might like Y. Or I get outside and do something different. I go for a hike or a walk or a swim or I dance or I explore yoga, or Tai Chi, or ecstatic dance, or ecstatic movement. There are so many ways. Or maybe I say to my partner, let's make love more often. I love you. I enjoy being with you. But we are letting our busy lives get in the way of our connection and our enjoyment. And that's always a wonderful workout, making love, right? So let yourself explore and expand 
so that you utilize this year and the energy that's available to get your eating and your body movement set up in such a way that it is an extension of joy. It is a cultivation of joy. It is a pathway to joy. And I promise you, beloved ones, when you are physically and mentally in joy, you will experience extraordinary pleasure. Pleasure that is lasting, not momentary, like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Indeed. And don't be surprised if this year physically things come up to be tended to. Right? Maybe some slightly annoying thing that's been annoying for years now might flare up and say, it's time. You need to figure out how to take care of this, whether it means you have to put in more effort to stretch your body in a certain way, to um, strengthen your body in a certain way, or it needs treatment, or something along those lines. You will find that your physical body will start talking to you in a much louder voice. So if spinach really doesn't work for you and you just keep eating it because uh, other people say you should eat spinach and your body says, no, it does not work for me, it will be made very plain. That's why this is such a great year to do this for yourself because it's going to be easier for you to connect the dots, to hear your body, to understand, wow, you know, I don't feel so good. And what's the common denominator? Well, it seems like every time I eat spinach, I don't feel well. And the same for chocolate. I want to feel good when I eat chocolate, but the fact is, I don't. I feel a little sick to my stomach. I feel heavy inside. It doesn't work for me. And your body will make things very clear and very plain to you. You may not know exactly what to do in the moment, but you go back to all that I've given you especially in the last year, and say, oh, right, pause, right. Let's pause. Let's use some deductive reasoning. Let's eat some spinach. Okay, write down, how do we feel? One hour after, three hours, the next day. Same with chocolate. Let's figure this out. Where does this malaise come from? And your body will show you and highlight where you need to focus and what you need to change. And by the end of this year, you will, if you're willing to make the effort, 
you can transform your body, your mind, and your emotions to such a degree that your path to joy will be open, wide open. Hmm? Mm. Did you have questions for me, beloved? Honestly, honestly, Mother, that was so straightforward and clear that I don't feel that there's anything that needs to be said or draw attention to. I just, I can only comment that it's fascinating the way you break down the chasing of pleasure and our mistaking pleasure for the joy that we're really desiring. So this makes our vision much clearer in what we need to focus on. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. And remember, everyone, it's not about deprivation. It's about cultivating joy. So when the mind says, oh, but um, if we ate chocolate right now, we could feel good right now. In this moment, we could feel good. We could have pleasure. As the adult, you must treat those thoughts as you would a child because they are childish, not childlike. They are immature because you as the adult know that eating too much chocolate does not work for your body, your mind, your heart, and ultimately your soul. So like a parent when the child is always asking for more chocolate, more chocolate, more chocolate. Can I please, mommy, daddy, can I have chocolate? Can I have chocolate? Can I have chocolate? Being a parent, you say no a lot. But when you say no, you are setting healthy boundaries. So you are saying no to pleasure to your child, but you are saying yes to joy. Because you are saying yes to your child's health and well-being. And you know that when your child feels good, they are joyful. Right? Mm -hmm. But when they are sick with a bellyache from too much chocolate, there's Uh no joy there. When they are depressed from coming down off too much sugar, there's no joy there. Right? So you do not yes. have to deprive the child of chocolate forever. But as an adult, you may have to step away from chocolate for good. Sometimes people eat too much of one thing in their life and their body really turns against it, almost mm-hmm. like an autoimmune response. So for some people, even just a little chocolate does not bring joy, but it depletes the body to the point where there is no room for joy, right? So don't let your mind talk you out of joy and just going for pleasure because it will try. Because when Mm. you are sad in the moment or when you are having uncomfortable feelings in the moment, when things feel confusing or overwhelming, oh, the pleasure of chocolate. 
I could do that. I could go to the store right now, buy it and eat it, and I would feel pleasure. But that is not going to change how you're feeling or what's happening. It will only delay your ability to find solution from love and joy. Mm. All right, my love. Thank you so much for allowing me to serve you and your beautiful community. Mm-hmm. Well, I love you. You're so welcome. All of that. I love you all. Yes. Love you too, Mother. Thank you, beloved. Mm-hmm. Namaste. Namaste, Mother. Hello. <clears throat> Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Well, that was a twist I wasn't I wasn't expecting. Gosh, that just really spoke it was, to me. Yes, it was the perfect examples. And and for the listeners, I I know it might have sounded like um it was it was very simple, but that's where the beauty is. Chocolate and spinach were the primary examples of things that can be potentially good for you or bad for you. So right. if you're not a if you're not a chocolate eater, you can substitute that for anything. Ice cream. Yeah. Too much too much of any anything that that you know doesn't fit the norm for what is considered healthy. That's um, right. Fantastic. Yeah. I and especially and I- appreciate Oh, just just the the breakdown between pleasure and joy mm. makes it so much easier to understand. Go ahead with what you were saying. Or Doesn't going it? Say. I know. I love that. I love that differentiation. And I love that she says pleasure can come from joy, but joy can never come just strictly from pleasure. It's like, oh, my no. gosh. That's right. You know, that's why, uh, yeah, that's why addicts are always chasing that sensation. You know, that sensation and it of made, pleasure. It made so much sense of that. And it, I don't know how to put the, the feelings into words. Like maybe just ask yourself, what are you really reaching for? What are you reaching right. for here? Right. You know, and why? Why are you reaching for this? Is it to put it into an empty space within yourself or to make yourself feel full? You know what I mean? That full I feeling do. versus the empty. And the bottomless pit that will never get enough of, let's say, chocolate. But I really liked that yeah. what she was talking about was, you know, yes, get the information from outside. Because um, I think she, you know, using chocolate and spinach was so brilliant because typically we would say, oh, chocolate bad, spinach good. Right, exactly. No, not necessarily. You you have to let your body, your mind, your heart, soul decide that for you. And 
you know, I have a friend who only eats meat because she cannot digest uh, vegetables oh. and fruit. You know, that's, that's what she does. And uh, it works really well for her. And it took her most of her life to figure that out because she just got so tired of feeling bad all the time. And then she was mm-hmm. finally able to really listen to her body. And that's mm-hmm. what her body says for her. So it's, um, it's really, uh, it can be a challenge to, to listen to my body because it's easier. You know, if somebody says, oh, you eat like this, I'm like, oh, great. I don't have to think about it. I'll just eat like that, you know. And, but I'm yes. not, mm-hmm. I'm abdicating my responsibility and I'm not listening mm-hmm. to myself. I'm not listening to my body. And mm-hmm. it is, um, and sometimes I don't want to listen to my body because then I can't keep chasing pleasure. <laughs> right? Right. Can't keep, exactly. Can't, can't, yeah, so it's it's definitely a challenge, but I I was surprised she put so much emphasis on that. I have to say, I was not expecting that. That was really, and I'm I'm sitting up, I'm taking notice here because she doesn't she doesn't often make those kinds of like really strong declarations. I'm not sure how mm-hmm. to say it. Like you know, she's really so much of the yoga of everything. Yes, but mm-hmm. when she, when she makes a really strong declaration like that, I am encouraging everybody to sit up and take notice because uh, she does not do it often. So when she mm-hmm. does do it, it's like it's important. So I'm I yes. for one will be <laughs> I'm gonna like I'm gonna start paying attention here and uh, you know yeah. giving my and body more just, what it's asking for. It was and recognizing that the emphasis that she's putting on this and and just by using two examples um it was so strong that i just kept i just zipped it and when she did ask if i had a question i didn't want to dilute anything she said with something that was already explained no need yeah so that's perfect um what i look forward to and if listeners want to share their stories in some way whether written or by calling in at some point on another segment, not this one. I like that she said your body's going to start speaking in a much, much louder voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have yep. an example where uh, Jesus was talking to me. I am one who should limit the amount of salt that I take in. And so I've been, I've been doing that. And, some, you know, sometimes I crave salt, but mostly I'm pretty moderate with it or not at all. Yeah. And he said, but why do you eat pepper? I said, well, it goes, it goes well with salt, you know, mashed potatoes with salt and pepper. It's delicious. He says, well, think about it. He says, don't you think that you put pepper on food because that's what you think you're supposed to do? And I said, well, you got a point there. He says, the truth is, Charlotte, your body doesn't like black pepper. But you put it on your food because you think you should. But your body doesn't like it. And you notice it, but you ignore it every time. This was several years ago. Oh, yeah. So so the flavor of it makes me go, if if there's too much, I get like, "Eh, that's too much, you know. Um, Right. So I always just sprinkle lightly. He says, but your body doesn't like it at all. And that's the one thing you're not paying attention to. So there was that. 
you know. That's so that's so interesting. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's exactly what yes, that's a great, great example. Great example. Yeah. And uh oh, so don't wonderful. listen to what you think you should do. Ask your body what it is you need to do. That's so right. that would right. bring even that much more clarity. And if it says, you know, um cut out the caffeine or so much caffeine. I've seen right. people turn into demons when they don't have their coffee. It's, it's bizarre. But, yeah. Um, yeah, while we're on the subject, let me share with you uh, a technique that I do. Um, since I, I do work in the subconscious mind often, if there's something like chocolate that you that you eat and that you gravitate towards and in a very strong way that seems uh, more powerful than you, then what you could do is every time you do eat that chocolate, you can tell yourself, Adamantly, body, mind, spirit, you have to get into alignment, but you must say to yourself, this is poison to me, or I eat too much of this, but this is poison to my body. When you plant those thoughts in the subconscious mind, the body will then respond with reactions that say, that's too much, I've had enough, or I don't want this anymore. And it will start to reject whatever it is you focus on and declare as poison to your temple. And it works. The more proficient you are at getting into that particular alignment, the easier it will be. But just keep doing it and keep saying it to yourself because what you what you believe you perceive and what you plant in the subconscious mind, it takes as truth and reality. It doesn't mm-hmm. know fact from fiction. It doesn't know that's not poison. It just knows that you're telling it to believe that that's poison, and it will tell your body mm-hmm. to react in kind. So mm-hmm. just share that. That's Good stuff, great. Thank you. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's really wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love that. You should have heard me explaining that to a nurse at the hospital. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Gave him the full speech. I said, yep, you won't have another cup of coffee. Give yourself about four days. You'll be done. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, this was funny. wonderful. This was wonderful. Yes. Thank you so much, Charlotte. It's always such a joy to be here with you. I feel the same way. It's just, uh, this is our little meeting place, our little um, joy factory, let's call it. Yeah, I love it. Our our joy factory. All right. Well, I'm sure you need to move on to the next thing, as I do as well. Thank you for your time. Remember, BelovedPublications.com is the website. Join her community. SpiritualInsightsRadio.com is the home of the archives. Thank you, Danielle. I will talk to you soon. You're so welcome, Charlotte. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Ooh, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. Until next time, God bless and be at peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.